It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. <laughs> Chris, so spooky. Happy Eve before Halloween, Jill. All Hallows Eve, Eve. Yes. What do they what What do they call that evening in the world? There must be a name it's for All it. All Saints Day. Okay. Where, where I'm from in New Jersey, we called it Mischief Night. What happened on Mischief Night? Mischief? Like the toilet papering of trees and such. Oh. Well, according to the Google, mm-hmm. it's also called Devil's Night Gate. Night Goosey Night. <laughs> what? Moving Night. Cabbage Night. So many nights. So so many evenings. And it's uh, observed in Canada, Ireland, United Kingdom, United States. Observed in what way? With the toilet papering of trees? With the, as the eve before Halloween that there's something special something about Something special, it. okay. Yeah, October 30th. Mischief Night, according to Wikipedia and the New Jersey Senate. And I, I think maybe um, that might be my Charlie's half birthday. Oh, okay. So happy half birthday, Charlie. Ha- happy half birthday. I know he's an avid listener. I'm sure he's listening right now. <laughs> well, he's going to enjoy everything that we have brought tonight for Halloween. It looks like anyone would. Tell me about this cookie. I was searching on the internet for the best Halloween cookies. And of course, there are the witch's fingers, mm-hmm. the... Uh, sugar cookies in the shape of ghosts. I saw one that was like a, in the shape of a little coffin with candy bones inside it. Oh, oh, that would be fun. Maybe next year we will do that. Maybe. It's a little macabre. Uh, well, that's the whole idea of Halloween. Okay. Right? okay. So I scrolled through many, many recipes. And for some reason, I landed on delish.com. I've used them for sure. We've used them. And they had buckeye cookies, which is a chocolate cookie. So a buckeye is like a is like a spherical candy, right? With a chocolate coating and a peanut butter ball inside. Yeah, exactly. Well, these are chocolate cookies with a peanut butter ball inside. Oh. And maybe they're Halloween cookies because they have the word "I" in them, but. <laughs> But the description on delish.com is... I mean, for me, trick-or-treating, I would want to get like a Reese's peanut butter cup, and this seems to be, looks like maybe that in a cookie form. Let's go with that. That's the reason that the Reese's peanut butter cup is one of the most popular Halloween candies. And actually, speaking of that, I mean... Charlie and your kid, Milo, yeah. did a podcast on the best candies. Yeah. And did uh, Reese's Peanut Butter hit the top? It was definitely in the top three. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know that it is also uh, the full peanut butter cup. If you give those out at Halloween, they're also uh, gluten-free. Yes. Not the shapes. Not the shapes. The not cups. the pumpkins. Not right. the ghosts. But the cups. Uh, so this is a gluten-free cookie. And all it says on delish.com is these buckeye inspired cookies are truly exploding with peanut butter. What could be better? I agree. <laughs> Which is perfect. So <laughs> I thought, well, what says Halloween like eyes and exploding? <laughs> Nothing. You've covered it. <laughs> and then I, of course, wanted to know 
What's the story with the Buckeyes? Yeah, yeah. So did you find out? I did. You okay. know, you know who the Buckeyes are. Um, it is like an Ohio uh, sports mascot or nickname. A nickname? Just, yes, yes. Just a nickname. Uh, Ohio is known as the Buckeyes. Right. Okay. Because peanut butter balls fall from trees, and that's why we are going to move there. I would if that were true. Okay. <laughs> it's not. Um, well, Buckeye trees were prevalent in Ohio when the territory was settled in the late 18th century. But then white people cut them all down. I don't know. It doesn't really say. But the Buckeye, do you know where they get their name from? Um, assuming because it's like the eyeball of a deer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it has a nut-like seed, kind of like an acorn, mm. that when dried appears a rich dark brown color with a single lighter brown spot mm. that resembles the eye of a mm-hmm. deer. Mm-hmm. So, And it's made of peanut butter. No, 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 no. You're you're confusing it with, <laughs> it's just, with the cookie. I just really want it to be true that there's a peanut butter tree. <laughs> it was adopted as the state tree in 1953, mm. which is kind of late considering mm. Ohio was settled in the 1700s. And the Ohio state mascot is the Buckeye and it took the mascot in 1950. So that's not why the people of Ohio are called Buckeyes. It's not? No. The first use of the Buckeye nickname was in 1788 when Colonel Ebenezer Sprout. (laughs) You made that up. I did not. (laughs) He arrived in Marietta, Ohio, the first permanent settlement in the Northwest Territory. And he appeared in his very fancy military uniform Mm. and a cocked hat Mm -hmm. impressing the native american traders who called him hetic hetic h-e-t-u-c-k hetic and that's the shawnee word for eye of the buck deer or big buck eye Mm. that is the first historical use of it as so a both hetuk and the trees that had that seed were named for like that people thought it looked like the eye of a buck deer yeah separately maybe hetuk had like really big buttons on his uniform or oh, metal yeah. maybe yeah that's why shiny yeah. spot yeah so that nickname kind of stuck with the settlers of that time like they were hetuks or, or Buckeyes. Yeah. I think they started calling them Buckeyes. Okay. And there was a historian who presented a speech in 1833 talking about the virtues of the Buckeye tree mm. and how Ohioans should be proud to okay. be Buckeyes. Okay. But settlers who arrived later were dismissive of the native-born Ohioans, mm. finding them untaught awkward kind of yokel locals oh so did it become so like a pejorative it became a pejorative it oh became no i think they should nickname. be proud and they likened them to the buckeye which was native and it's a soft nut oh nothing fierce to win on the gridiron yeah it was a term of derision no no they need to own it the children of the natives uh you know the native children who were born in ohio mm-hmm. not the not the native americans but the native ohioans mm-hmm. grabbed onto the nickname made it strong and yeah. said we are the buckeyes yeah. and we're proud and love it love it and so 
There you go. It turns out that the Buckeye were a valuable resource. They were are they, pretty. I mean, you're they saying this past tense. Are they, are they gone? I've been to Ohio several times. I've never seen a Buckeye tree. Okay. I'm a little worried about um, that. I'm going to have to look it up when we're not recording. Okay. Maybe a listener can call in and tell us. Luckily, even if the Buckeye tree has not survived, Jill, the Buckeye cookie now takes its place. Well, let's eat it. Can we eat it? Yeah, let's eat it. It is a chocolate cookie just made with, you know, cocoa powder, butter, sugar, brown sugar, vanilla, egg, flour. There is a frozen peanut butter ball in the center. It's not frozen anymore because I cooked it. Okay. But I mixed peanut butter with confectioner sugar to make like a nice creamy, sweet peanut butter mixture. I froze. Just like in a Reese's cup. Exactly. Yeah. And I froze that. Mm -hmm. And then I took the dough and I wrapped it around the peanut butter ball. And then I rolled that in sugar. (laughs) But let me ask you this. It's not a ball. Is it supposed to look like this? Yeah, it's supposed to. It, okay. it flattens out. Because a Buckeye candy is like a sphere. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Choose your cookie. This one. Here we go. Oh, my God. Great cocoa flavor and smell. Mm. Chewy. About to the peanut butter on the second bite. It looks like you took... Is that one big bite that you took? Nice. I got a little bit of peanut butter in the first bite. You gotta be kidding me with this cookie. <laughs> I feel good. I think people want to try this cookie. Wow. It's perfect. Wow. I love my peanut butter. It doesn't really taste like a Reese's though. What's the difference? Well, the cookie isn't isn't like eating chocolate. It's like eating a cookie. And the peanut butter is a little smoother. And I'm not sad about any of this, it's, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's not hard. But these are out of the oven only for about mm, 20 minutes. You think it might harden up? So it might might get a little harder. It's not... Yeah, the peanut butter is a little softer. I actually ran out of peanut butter. So this I, is so lovely. I had to put in a little natural peanut butter as well. But I don't think that matters. Thank you so much for this cookie. Oh, thankdelish.com <laughs> and the people of Ohio. <laughs> Like, you don't even need... You polished off that cookie. A piece of cake or a peanut butter pie dessert. You have this one cookie, and it will please you for... At least Until you wake up in the morning. 15 minutes. No, I think... <laughs> I like the cookie. It's like a... It's a really good cookie. It's soft. Nice, soft. It's not too gooey. No, it held on to that peanut butter. You wouldn't even know what was in there from looking at the cookie. I was worried that the peanut butter was just going to make it... Like, you know, like, like a, a like a volcano or like a gooey kind of mess. Oh no, no, it's like no. self-contained. Yeah. yeah. Obviously the freezing helped with that, right? Well, the freezing of the peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. I think the freezing of the peanut butter just made it possible that I could wrap the dough around it. Mm-hmm. The cookie dough around it. But I also think it probably helped it from becoming a gooey mess. A mess in the oven, yeah. maybe? Maybe. So, very simple science today. We we got into some heavy science last week with the non-Newtonian fluid, which we know peanut butter is an example of, right, Jill? That's right. I learned that last week on Cookie Lab. If you uh, don't know what we're talking about, go back to last week's mm-hmm. episode with the tahini cookies. And 
you'll learn about non-Newtonian fluids, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about the cooling of cookies. After they come out of the oven? Yeah. Okay. You know, when you bake your cookies, the baking doesn't stop. No. Immediately. In when fact, you take sometimes it out. you'll get instructions like leave them to cool on the pan for 10 minutes before transferring to a wire mm. rack to cool completely or something most like that. Often, most often, yeah. you will get at least a five minute wait time. Mm-hmm. That's because as the cookies cool, the liquefied sugars in them cool and harden. And that's when they produce the crisp bottoms and edges. Okay. Did you ever notice that when your cookies come out of the oven, they're a lot puffier? Yes, yes. They kind of go down. Very often. Well, that's because the air inside cools, it condenses, and the cookie deflates. Okay. Makes sense. That's the science for you for today. That's really interesting. It's kind of like... When you roast a chicken or grill a steak and then you're supposed to let it like rest for 20 minutes or something when you take it off the heat. It's similar because some some magic is still happening. Some magic is still happening. Yes. But that's not anything to do with. So last week when I made tahini cookies, I noticed that the bottoms were getting... Uh, shockingly brown compared to the top. So I quickly removed them. I didn't let them sit on the pan. Okay. Um, so like... They'll cool faster. Some, some, crisp, some crisping is happening in the oven as well before you sure. before yeah. you take it you out. You get some of that mill yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get some caramelization depending mm-hmm. on the cookie that you have. Mm-hmm. And But often, if you take your cookies right off, they don't get as nice and crispy as if you left them there. Mm. And the pan is a little hot. Yeah, I didn't right? want those particular cookies to get any browner on the bottom. Yeah. But in, that was a good in theory, I would have caught them before that point and let them sit on the pan a little longer. Exactly. And remember, Jill, that science is just magic explained. Well, all I have to say about that is keep your paws off my cookies oh. because these Buckeye cookies are going into my Cookie Lab Hall of Fame. Oh, the Cookie Lab Hall of Fame. And museum. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, hopefully next week we'll be another Hall of Famer candidate. Oh, we can always hope. We can always hope. Right. Who's making it, you or me? I think that will determine. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week. Okay. See you then. All right. Bye. Bye. It's Cookie Lab.